welcome to the Build Your Online Business, a using group with me, your host, Nigel T. Best, and I'm with... I'm Curtis, and thank you for joining us. All right, excellent. So today's episode, this is one that uh, we see being asked all the time, and it all goes around these things that you hear banded around, but maybe not quite sure why you need it, how to do it, is it important, should I bother, etc., etc. What is it? SEO metadata keywords that sort of thing is it really that important curtis is it important yes Nigel. of course it's very important uh, if you want to get anywhere on google search results you need to have some amount of seo implemented on your site even if it's just the content itself it needs to be keyword focused that's a good start but we'll get into that shortly yeah let's just have a think folks so if, you, if you're watching us here on uh, YouTube, let's just have a think. Start at the very beginning. What is the purpose of a search engine? So SEO being search engine optimization. What's the, um, you know, Curtis, what's the point of a search engine? Well, it's to answer a user's question. So, you know, someone's got a question, they're just going to put it in Google. They're either looking for some information or they're looking to do a purchase. If you're offering something How like to. that, yeah, how tos, yeah. yeah, yeah, informational, you know, all sorts. But if you're offering something, you need to make sure it gets passed to the right query and it's getting to the right people, so your product is in front of them, basically. Yeah. It's so Google, simple. Google's only well, all right, uh, conspiracy theorists and all the rest of it, world domination <laughs> theorists can insert their own answer here. But essentially, as a search engine, all it's trying to do. It says, I've got someone with a problem. They want an answer. How do I put the two together? And to make life easy for a search engine, if you kind of label things, if you explain the layout of your website, if you put the words of the key customers, your, your ideal customer in there, if you're giving information that might be in the background, might be something that the the general website user doesn't really notice but in order for google to analyze your website see what's in there and then think oh someone's asked about that well i've got this website here that says it can answer that if if you can help google do that or bing or whoever it is if you can help them do it then the chances are the search engine goes well I tell you what, thanks very much for helping us as a search engine out. I'm going to put your stuff in front of people. And if you say, if well, if the website says what you say it says, then the person's going to love it and I'll put you higher up the ranking. And in this game of online businesses, getting up onto, you know, page 212 of a Google search is not going to get you very far. Getting to page one, and getting to the top of page one, so just below where all the adverts are and all the rest mm. of it, that is going to turbocharge your business like nobody's business. You know, it's it's incredible, the yeah. effect, the power, isn't it? Yeah. Obviously, it depends on the actual query and the volume, you know, the amount of people that are searching for that specific thing per month. But if you're on page one for any, you know, fairly common search query, you're going to get that traffic and it's going to be a lot. So traffic, folks, that's why we do SEO. That's why we look at metadata. That's why we want to know our keywords. And you're probably thinking, okay, okay, SEO, search engine optimization. So I'm, I've just, we've got a few notes here that we're going to 
just kind of go through, try and pretend we've got a structure to this podcast. But first off, SEO, why is it important? Well, look, as we say, it's all about website visibility in the search engine. So if, if you've ever seen SERPs, S-E-R-P, uh, that's search engine results pages. I, I just knew it as SERPs. I didn't realize that's what it stood for, but there you go. So the better your SEO, the easier it is for the search engine to index you and match you to people with a problem, the higher it's going to rank. So it really does mean more traffic to your website and more traffic should, if your website's right and good, should lead to more engagement, more conversions, more leads, more sales, more money. Okay, so when we're in the in the business of being a business, we need sales. So this is super important. But Curtis, yeah. I'm going to kind of go back a step and say, right, okay, we know it's important. We know we have to do it. But how do we find out what are the good words to put in there? What are the, the terms or the, the references or the, the long tail keywords? I see these yep. things. What are they and how do we how do we find those? Well, it involves doing some keyword research and there's tons of ways you can do that. There's free tools online, there's paid tools. And basically, it gives you an idea into what people are looking for on Google so you can match your content to that. Now, obviously, it needs to be correct. Obviously, you can't match your content to a search result that may be completely unrelated. That'll just, you know, derank you and absolutely pointless as well because the people searching are not looking for your content. So your keywords need to be relevant and they also need to be popular. Um, as I say, there's tools to do this and it's something you need to do. Yeah, and we've I think we've spoken about these before. You can have a look at them. Uber Suggest is one. Yep. Keywords Everywhere is another. Yep. And, you know, if you're just typing into a search engine, a search, and you, you know how it completes the sentence for you? Um, it's guessing what you, it thinks you're searching for. Well, if people are using those common words and, and what you'll find then is those little tools tell you how many people every month are looking for those kind of words. Start with that and then play around with some different words. And what you'll do is you'll build up a list of these words that are important or that people seem to use when they're asking for, you know, they're asking a question. So they're probably not going to search. So if you fill your website with words like, um, uh, if you're feeling a little bit off it and queasy whilst uh, crossing an ocean, uh, bobbing up and down on a large ship, that's probably not going to be as effective as people say, how do I stop being seasick? Yeah, so don't try and be clever here, folks. Don't try and flower it up. Don't, don't try and be sort of way over the top. Keep it simple. Keep it to the point and use what Google or whoever is telling you. Don't think, oh, well, yeah, they say that search word gets a million searches a month, but I don't like that word. I'm gonna choose this one that gets three searches a month. Okay, sometimes you don't know best. You've got to go with the data, with the stats, and this is an example of it for your keywords. The other thing is, as Curtis says, don't stuff it with, if you do have a seasickness pill or remedy, don't put seasick, seasickness, seasickness, sickness yeah. of the sea type thing. Don't don't be stupid. Just keep it sensible. Keep it good. Um, and, and 
that will help you. So, yeah, you can you can absolutely overdo it, as you say, Nigel. If you've got too many keywords and they're all very similar, it's as good as having no keywords. Google's just gonna not bother because it's it's too much. Yeah, and also don't put words that are completely irrelevant to your website. So at the moment, chat GPT. Oh <laughs> my goodness me, that's kind of the hot phrase, isn't it? AI. So yeah. if you are selling seasickness pills. Don't stuff your website with things saying chat GPT seasickness pills. It it ain't gonna work. It's gonna backfire. Yeah. They're too clever for you, too clever for us anyway. Yeah. Um so just try and do it sensibly. So we've found some keywords. Um I love this section. So the first thing is SEO is important. Second thing is go out and find some keywords that your potential customers use when they are querying. Um, Google looking for a solution, okay? The last bit uh, that we want to talk about in today's episode is the this thing called metadata. Now, metadata is essentially data that describes other data, which is, is a bit kind of weird, um, <laughs> a, a bit kind of weird in, in sort of things, but just get, just get it into your head. It, it's like a summary of data uh, that you need to put in. And what it does is, I've, I've got this here because I, I didn't know this technical thing. So metadata refers to the information that's included in the HTML code of a web page, and it provides search engines with additional information about the content of the page. Mm. So what typically does that mean? So it means it can include page title. Yeah, so it's, you know, you've got page titles, descriptions, keywords this is stuff that isn't visible on the web page itself but the page title and description that is what you'd see on the google search results and the keywords that is kind of just in the back end sort of telling google what's on the page um, and that's just as important as the other two you need to have these filled in um, and they need to be relevant and you know keyword optimized all right perfect so what you are finding when you've gone through your keywords and you've got a whole list of keywords and things like that then there's a way that you can put this together. Um, there's there's also a way that you can phrase your metadata as well. So um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump in now. So if you're on, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, you will see us go in here. But I just want to jump in and have a look at where you'll find it in Groove. So using Groove on your website and just show you where this stuff is. So I've jumped onto our test site here. Um, and for those of you watching, it's fairly obvious what I'm doing, but if you're listening, I've gone to the left-hand side, the cogwheel for settings, it pulls out the sort of uh, little uh, box that you can select things from. Go to, um, you've got page settings and site settings, go to page settings. And in there for the page settings, you've got the info. You've got SEO, styling, tracking codes, redirection, et cetera, et cetera. Go to the SEO section and you get SEO settings. So it's like an expanding sort of drop down list uh, here. And you've got indexing, metadata, open graph, and SEO score. SEO score sounds quite good, doesn't it? So at the moment, we've got six out of nine. Here we go. Um, and what it does is it has a few little metrics that it measures against. H1, H2, H3. Now that's the, 
the kind of the ranking of the words. So if it's H1, it's the most important. It's like the headline. H2 is like a subheadline. H3 is like a paragraph, you know, words in a paragraph. OK. Image. Well, the alt image thing. So if you have images in here that haven't got a description on them, then you'll get marked down. Why? Uh, think of it as extremely useful. If, if you've got uh, site difficulties and you scroll your mouse around a website and uh, you, as you as you go, the website is effectively telling you where the mouse is. If you go over an image and there's nothing, then you don't know what that image is. So it, put into the image. Uh, so here on the screen, it could be a picture of Nigel T. Best. And you go, all right, there's a picture of it. Now, you can also put behind that, um, it could say clickable link that will take you to somewhere else as well. So this is accessibility for websites. But I'm, I'm going off the SEO bit. Um, Curtis is looking at me thinking oh, he's gone. He's gone again. OK, that's your score. There's various things in there. But the thing that we're interested in is the metadata. OK, now you've got three sections, the page title the meta keywords and the meta description. So take up the, the story here uh, for us, uh, Curtis. So, you know, what, what have we got? We've got, see if I can pull you in there. No, I can't pull you onto the screen. Don't worry. Um, oh, I'm still here, Nigel. He, he's, but still don't worry. he's still in. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we've got the title, description and keywords. So the page title and meta description, that's just what Google's going to see. It's going to appear on search results. So obviously you get a search result and it's you get the title of the web page and the description underneath it and it will tell you the url there as well um, as for the keywords the meta keywords that is sort of an invisible list of back-end keywords to give to google about the content of your website obviously this is going to help you with seo as well um, and you'll also be ranked on the title and description okay so effectively folks that meta description you know when you put it in and you get a little description as to what the website is that's what it's reading so think about it we've got uh, we've got you know i saw uh, there was a great example someone had, had put it in a really clever way of doing it and it, and let's say you are looking for to fix um, a flat tire on your car or something and you want you put in you know puncture repairs or tire repair shop near me and if, if you could imagine, if you put into your meta description, looking for looking to fix a flat tire, um, look no further. Your the, the best prices around. Uh, click here. Um, directions here. So you put in there the immediate answer to a, a query. OK, don't put something cryptic like, oh, has your car got one of these at each corner? Um, are yours flat at the bottom but okay on top you know don't don't waffle don't don't be silly on here put in the answer to the problem and i'll give you a great example people were talking about um let me let me just come back to the uh, dual view here so um people were talking about uh, they've got a question how tall is michael jordan and if you've got a page on your website that is about michael jordan in your meta description, if you put Michael Jordan, six foot, whatever, seven or something, whatever he might be, six foot seven and 
230 pounds or, or whatever is described as. If that comes up in the meta description, here's the thing. People think that SEO, you won't score unless people click on your website and get the answer um, and stay on the website and all the rest of it. And if they can't find the answer, you get penalized. Well, there's a little bit more to it. If you put the results up and yours comes up first and it's right there, Michael Jordan, six foot seven, um, and people don't even click on it, Google will still say, ah, I think I've answered this because the person that hasn't typed it in again, they haven't scrolled, they haven't looked anywhere else for this Michael Jordan answer. I think that meta description on that website is pretty good. It also happens that if you clicked on it and you got the answer very quickly because it's right in the first page of that URL link, Michael Jordan, six foot seven, and he clicked straight out. Again, Google's going to go, we answered the question. So don't worry too much if um, you think people aren't staying on your website a long time. If they've got the answer, Google will give, give you credit for it. It's only if they click onto your website, click off quite quickly, and then keep looking for the answer to that question that Google will interpret that as saying, you didn't have the answer to that question. So yep. there you go. Meta description can be pretty yeah. powerful, can't it? Yeah. I mean, obviously, in some cases, that can only apply to simple queries where you're looking for a text answer. Um, it don't really apply to people looking for, you know, services or to purchase something. That's a bit more complicated. But yeah, generally, you can sort of include information in the description and title. It may help people and it will, in fact, improve your SEO. All right, so just to recap there on um, here we are. Let's pull me up. Uh, just to recap there on the on the metadata side of things, um, it includes a page title, a description, keywords. It helps the search engines understand what the page is about, and can influence how it appears in search results. So again, it is crucial. So remember, if you're using Groove, go in there or any other website builder. Go in there. Make sure you've found your keywords. Make sure you've got a great description, engaging, curiosity, value, high impact, a hook, all those sort of engaging little descriptions that make you want to click on that because it sounds like you're the place I want to go. You're the website I want to go to. Then there you go. So quick uh, reminder of what we've done. SEO, it's important, folks. Uh, keywords. It's important, folks. Metadata, it's important. It's, important. <laughs> it's important, folks. And it can be quite simple to do. It's not going to give you, um, you know, 200% increase in traffic overnight, but it's no. the sort of thing that um, it will build slowly. And you've, yep. you've got to... You've got to look at this as a long game, haven't you? Oh, yeah, definitely. SEO when when things. you're working on SEO, it's, it's kind of slow results, but it sort of compounds. It doesn't sort of go away. Once you've got it, you've got it, and you'll start ranking and ranking higher and higher. And again, that'll build your domain authority, something else we'll be talking about at some point. And that means you'll be higher on Google sort of permanently. Yeah, great stuff. So hopefully you found that information in today's episode very useful. Uh, if you've got any questions, uh, you can drop us a line. Start at groove.builders. And, uh, you know, we love getting responses. We also love it if you could subscribe, follow, share, 
you know, do all the stuff, stand on top of a soapbox, street corners, <laughs> shout out Groove Builder's name yep. and things. Um, it all helps. And I tell you what, that also helps your ranking in Google and your SEO if other people are referencing you. So, you know, there's yep. a bit of mutual back scratching here mm. on Backlinks. that. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah. Well, we've got uh, a couple of epic. Right. Here we go, folks. I'm going to build this up. Um, we've got some stuff coming up soon. Uh, interviews with people, um, including if you're a Groovester, you'll know this guy, including David Lemon. Oh, yes, folks. Oh, yes. He's going to be here on the show very soon. Um, so look out for that episode. Uh, it's it's going to be uh, amazing. He's going to give us the insights, the lowdown, pull back the curtain, tell us so much we need to know about Groove. And I can tell you right now, he is loving it with what's going on there at the moment. Absolutely loving it. And it's great reason we should love it too. Also, just on the SEO stuff, we're going to come up with, Curtis, what's the one that we're doing? Stuff that we didn't really know about yeah, a great some, deal. Yeah, something I've been researching a fair bit recently. Um, it's called Schema Markup. Um, it sounds complicated. It's a bit of code that you put on your web pages. And essentially, it gives Google more information as to what's on that page. And it can bring up what's known as rich results for your web page. So on Google, you can get sort of little snippets of things. So articles, reviews, um, recipes is a common one. And these will come up direct on Google. And it's incredible for SEO. It's something we've just been looking into recently for our website. So definitely stay tuned for that one. Yeah, excellent stuff. It's it's stuff to keep coming back to, folks. We're going to share these, yep. help you out, uh, and you know, hopefully help you build your online business using Groove faster, bigger, quicker than you ever thought possible. But until then, my name's Nigel T. Best. I'm Curtis. Thank you for joining us. Cheers then. Bye, Bye. for now.